Do I hear anything? Mike? I can't hear me. That's okay. Microphone I'm, check. Heads, uh, Strew's headphones are not plugged in, I believe. Oh, they are. Yes, they are. Well, that's it's, right. a, it's this, Jack. Hang on. <laughs> hang on a second. People, hang on. We'll I'm, get them I'm, squared I'm here, away. I usually give you guys a whole song to uh, get situated, but we ran late today, so well, you're, you're on. Here, yeah, you're not, on. Yeah, we are a well, can well machine. Can I can hear, hear you. Yeah, yeah. It's check, this one, Jack. Check, 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 check. Yeah, you can hear me. I can hear you guys. Hey, Strew, I'm here the four outdoorsman. Sorry about that. Welcome to the Four Outdoorsman, everybody. It is a gorgeous Father's Day. It's 99 degrees now. It's probably 97 about right now. And uh, I got to share this with you guys. Uh, Sam's next to me. Mark is next to him. And Brandon's behind the glass. He's the engineer, of course, and the fourth outdoorsman. But Mark and Sam had a contest a few months ago about who's going to lose the most weight by the end of June or something like that. Mark's going to win now because... Mark Lukey just went golfing for four hours in 95 degree yeah, weather. Yeah, he yeah. dropped 12 pounds. I bet you today. lost a few pounds today. I did, but I drank a lot of beer that probably counted. <laughs> well, what if it was light beer? It was light beer. No, yep. there you go. Yeah, it, only 10 or so. And uh, so no, that was so. How'd you play? You had a good time, right? Was it fa- was it a Father's Day gift from your it from was. Your wife? You know, it was kind of a last minute deal. A friend of mine called and asked if I wanted to play, and I I asked the wife if if that would be okay, and she said, "Sure, do whatever you want on Father's Day." So I said. I'll take my Father's Day and ditch the family for the entire day. Wow, that's a nice dad. That's a real good dad. No, we had we went to church this morning, spent some time. We we spent the day yesterday. Uh, yesterday was kind of our family day together. Awesome day. We went on the St. Croix River. Just beautiful. What an untapped resource for the Twin Cities. Everyone always thinks lakes, and that's usually where we head, but... The river is just so beautiful. And, and we are so lucky to be so close to it. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm yeah. uh, 15, 20 minutes away from the St. Croix River. Still water. Yeah, it's beautiful. A lot of fun. Mark and I were talking about that in the lobby. I asked him, you know, how was it as a boat owner? You know, you're what, two, three years into this three, boat? Three, yeah. Like, it's still new, right? Mm-hmm. And I'd just be nervous going on a river, you know, not knowing the structure. and what's Yeah, been- and uh, I, I screwed up, too. Look, all in all, it went great, but... The river is weird, and the and the Saint Croix River is weird. All of a sudden, it's two feet deep for yeah. no reason. Oh yeah, and uh, you have to know which way to go. And there's deadheads everywhere. You see these cigarette boats flying by it. You know what do you mean eating. by that? The cigarette boats. Those are like the hydroplanes, almost right. Those. Yeah, are, the yeah. really long, yeah. skinny boats. Yeah. I saw oh, yeah. one go by at seventy miles an hour. I bet, Ugh. and it's like. Just barely missing branches sticking out. I know they have some wake zones and things out there. Is there a speed limit? Is there a speed yeah, limit on the Saint Croix? There's no River? wake basically from. It's basically from Hudson ninety four area pretty much up to the. Um, there's a railroad bridge north of that. That's no wake basically, and um, but then but then you can go. I and mean, there were some big waves. There was windy, and uh, I I see people with fifteen people on a pontoon boat. And I mean, there's four foot waves going. But I would oh, not yeah. feel safe on a pontoon. Contrary, no. contrary to what you guys were talking about a couple of seconds ago, I'm never concerned about being on the St. Croix River because I'm always in someone else's boat. I'm, yeah, that's true. I'm not stupid. That's true. Anyway, yeah. but uh, so I I made an executive decision. I did not try to go in the boom site. Is the closest for me, north of Stillwater. Yep, but north is. When it's when it's a beautiful Saturday in the middle of summer. There just is not enough parking. And I guess they're building another boat ramp off by 36, uh, which is they're building it this year for next year, which is much needed because there's not a lot of parking. So I um, went to a private one called Beanie's just south of 90 of 94. Mm-hmm. It worked great. I, I pulled out. The, it was a great launch. 25 bucks. Parked right away. It was 20 bucks. Okay. 
And it, I'll tell you, it was worth it though. It was so not, such a nice slip. I mean, yeah. when you're spending that much time and you have that much at stake when your whole family is there, it, it was a breeze. I called ahead and said, yeah, we have a spot parked right up. So I, it was quite a trip. I went north of Stillwater quite a ways. I mean, it took us 45 minutes to an hour to get up there, but it's beautiful, yeah. you know, besides yeah. the power plant. But, um, we parked, we, we fished, there's people swimming everywhere. There's kayakers. It was, it was a great day. It was, so you, it was a good day trip. So the scenery was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it was packed. It was good people everywhere. Did you, you catch know, any swimmers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of that, okay, this is, we'll get back to this conversation mm-hmm. as well, but I told you this maybe last year or the year before, 10, 15 years ago in the St. Croix River, somebody hooked a dead body and it was his mm-hmm. cousin. It was oh his cousin who was missing for a year and he's fishing. A year? A long time. And he brought up, he didn't bring it up. Somebody else brought it up. He knew he's onto something and, and I don't know how they got it up, but there was, he brought up his cousin. That's true story. On the St. Croix River. Oh Correct. On the St. Croix River. Now, there's a couple of logistics things I'd like to talk about. What is amazing is there's so many <clears throat> fish and, you know, um, scavenger fish. Bottom how feeders. His, how yeah. could his body be intact after that long? Maybe my timeline was not proper. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I got the right story, but the facts are wrong. Or, that, actually, that actually happened. Really? That's yeah, crazy. That I'll look happened. it up. Yeah. My wife and I spent uh, four or five, she spent a lot of time uh, at, um, at the cabin. And uh, she's preparing for her back surgery June 30th. Mm-hmm. So she's moving slow and getting everything all set so she can lay low for a couple of weeks up there when she has back surgery. So we took a nice pontoon boat where I did a lot of work, which was a lot of fun, as a matter of fact. I don't mind doing the yard work and cutting the grass and sitting back and having a cup of coffee and just watching the sunrise. It's just so cool. But we spent one day on the water and went out for lunch. I didn't do any fishing. And it was so beautiful. And there were a lot of boats out there as well, but we found a place on uh, Prairie Lake on the north end, shut the motor off, just co- and, the, and the wind was blowing south toward our cabin. And, uh, and we, played, we played blackjack, and it was just fun. And it took about you know, half an hour, an hour just to, to go a, a quarter mile. And nobody bothering you. We played blackjack, and I lost a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All I had to do was buy, uh, make dinner for her, but uh, she deserved it because uh, – she did a lot better than I, but hey, should we uh, should we put Brandon to work just a little bit? Sure, Oops. please do. Yeah, <laughs> he's kind of looks lazy over there. We don't normally do call-ins. This is not a normally call-in show, but since it's Father's Day, uh, if you want to call in the next I don't know twenty minutes or so and wish your father a happy Father's Day on air, go ahead and do so at seven six three four five zero zero one hundred. Give us a call. We're going to have to be brief, so just say Happy Father's Day and maybe the the your favorite thing to do with your dad outdoors. And uh, you can show him the podcast on Tuesday if you if you want to prove that you actually did call it in at the 4 But, yeah, so if you want to wish your father Happy Father's Day, 763-450-0100. And if you want to ridicule your father for not being a good dad, that's part of life. It just, it just happens sometimes. It just happens sometimes. Now, you mentioned you had a nice... Nice uh, Father's Day today, and and uh, my wife uh, bought me hasn't bought it yet, but she's gonna buy me a uh, a travel golf bag for my Ooh. Father's Day gift because mine was all full of duct tape, and people in the airport were laughing at me the last time we took a trip to Arizona. That was a lot of fun. I just have to say something quick. Yeah, my wife said the one time the kids and I tune in and Strew's talking about dead bodies <laughs> <laughs> uh, on a river we just swam in. The one time, April, you need to listen more. Just the one time. Yeah, one Strew's time. got stories every week. I, I made about. a mistake of we watch a lot of shark shows because sharks are awesome and interesting. Yeah, and. Uh, 
you know, they, they know about bull sharks and how they can swim up rivers. So right. I got lots of questions about bull sharks oh, yeah. and how far up they can make it. One time at band camp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Sam, how about your Father's Day? How did it go today? It was uh, really good. We um, <clears throat> we kind of started last night. We uh, went and celebrated with my uh, father-in-law, Brian, because um, we spent today with my dad and family. But we started off with Kirsten made us an elk roast um, all day in the crock pot last wow. night, which was... Where'd you get the elk? Um, so I did a <laughs> roadkill. What, what, what Mark actually wants Saint to Saint River, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What we Mark, pulled it up with the daredevil. What Mark actually wants to ask is, where'd you get the wife who can cook? Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> there you go, April. Oh, wow. There you wow. go, April. There you go, yeah. Uh, no, we. Uh, I did a carry class for a guy and got to know him really well. And we, we stayed in touch. And he was like, hey, do you like elk meat? And I was like, yeah, I love it. And. He's like, well, I'm going. I got one last year. I'm going again this year. And then my wife just bought half of a cow, so we need the freezer space. So he brought over probably 40 pounds of elk. Uh, and elk is the best meat there is. Roast steaks, um, ground uh, summer sausage, snack sticks. So um, Kirsten took this roast out, and this roast had to be like 10 or 11 pounds. It filled the entire crock pot where Kirsten like normally puts like. Cut up onions, potatoes, Absolutely. carrots around mm-hmm. it. So she couldn't do them all in there. Just so she had, she had to do like a backup crock pot with more vegetables. But yeah, it was really good. Then today we uh, went to church. Uh, first went to my dad's church with a breakfast. Uh, me and the boys and my dad went to church and then went over to their place. And uh, my mom made some really, really good food as always. And here I am right now. I made a good decision today. You know, Byron Ellerson, he's going to be on the show at 620 with, with my son Nick talk about their fishing trip on Lake of the Woods uh, last week, a week or two ago. And um, Byron came back from Florida, I don't know, three months ago, whatever it was, and he brought me some red snappers. And, and I had a couple of coolers full of red snapper, nice styrofoam mm-hmm. coolers. You gave so, us some. Yeah, and, and uh, so today, and it's wonderful stuff. So today I got smart. I had a little time because Mark was golfing. We normally ride together to the studio. Oh, oh! Don't tell my tax guy that. I always never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I, I, anyway, so I thought I he lives in Andover. <clears throat> he and Paul and I stopped. I stopped over and dropped off his his two coolers. Well, that made a lot of sense because one's a bigger one, one's a small one. But he not only gave me some red snapper to take home again, he gave me some pheasant. Now Ooh. I had to bring that cooler. I got to go back and forth again, you know. So I'm going to keep going back and forth to see my buyer, buddy Byron and get more fish and, and more pheasant. Next I'm, time, just bring an extra cooler, and it's just going to be kind of <laughs> awkward. Like, what's this extra cooler for? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What do you yeah, got? Yeah. <laughs> Once yeah. again, that number is seven six three four five zero zero one hundred. If you want to say Happy Father's Day to your daddy. Hey, there's something else that happened to me uh, at the uh, Shitek. I got a call from our old friend Billy Moles, and Billy Moles is the Modern-day mountain man, a guide from Turtle Lake, Wisconsin. His daughter, Charlie, was playing softball in a tournament in Chatek, Wisconsin. Huh. So Billy and I hooked up in the, in the morning and uh, watched some softball, had a good time. And a shout-out to Billy Moles. He's a great guy. He's a great guest and uh, just a fun person to, to, to BS with. So good to see you, Billy Moles. Good to see you, Billy Moles. How was, how, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead, sir. Well, it's true. Asked us about our wonderful Father's Day. How was your Father's Day? Uh, I clean out the garage. And, uh, yeah, I cleaned out the garage. My wife and I cleaned out the garage. We had to completely empty it because uh, a John Marshall, a friend of ours, works for a, a concrete flooring company, and they're going to redo our concrete, our, our floor in the garage starting tomorrow. What turned out to be we thought was a 24-hour deal is going to be like a three-day deal at least. So mm-hmm. they, got, they got to go in and prep. Then they grind the floor. Then they put something on it. 
do another coat than the acetyl coat. It's like a three or four day deal. Hmm. So Mark came over and helped me uh, uh, bring our freezer from the garage. It is now in our living room. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you can't have anything in the garage whatsoever. So everything else is on our back patio. And I'm going to cover it with a tarp, anything that we had cabinets and things like that. So we're all set to go for tomorrow. That was a lot what, of work today. What color uh, flakes are you doing? Pretty ones. I don't know what the heck they are, but they're pretty ones. You know, I don't oh, know. Oh, good. That's not a cheap deal. That's going to be about, uh, our, we have a standard double garage, maybe 20 by 22. It's not big by any means. And that's about a, a, a 22 or $2,300 deal. But it will protect your floor for a long time. Yes, Bobby's dead before I need another one. And yeah. it looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's easier Shout to clean Shout out to John Marshall. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited about it. And I've, I've got five people from our association doing this. And John Marshall, this better work and better look good because I'm coming after you, pal. <laughs> it, it's, do you uh, get a kickback? No, you don't, you can't do that. It's yeah, against that's the law. That's how business works, man. No, no. Word uh, of mouth, baby. Commission. I'll get a, a guided fishing trip from John Marshall or something. Maybe Speaking of, of John Marshall, he's probably our most consistent shout-out participant. Do we have yeah. any shout-outs? And he's gone on our trips with us. Yes, he's sake. a great guy. I don't think Brandon's watching the phone here. I don't. I, don't, I think it's going off the hook, oh. but he's just not paying attention. You were gonna say, what you I'm going to do shout-outs here, uh, the ones that wrote in normal style. Thank you, everyone, for writing in to the shout-outs. Craig Rudolph Jr. says, Happy Father's Day to my dad, Craig Sr. I would have guessed that was his name. And all of you guys at the Four Outdoorsman, thanks, Craig. Matt Quick says, Clients John, Patrick, Elijah had a great day on the water yesterday for their Father's Day weekend on Lake Minnetonka with Matt Quick, Outdoor Guide Service. Lots of nice bluegills and bass. Cameron Jacobson's got out of the boat with my uncle, who lives in Washington State. Always fun catching up with him. Melissa Omang Siebenaller says, Happy Father's Day to my to the best Bob Siebenaller. And Corey Bechtold says, Fishing Clinic for Kids in Buffalo. Did you happen to see the photograph of... Uh... Hey, well, before you do that, oh, yeah, what? I got one. You I got, got one, one on the line here. Somebody who wants to give a f- Happy Father's Day shout out. Mystery caller, you are on the air. Hello? Hi. Who do we have on the line and who would you like to wish a Happy Father's Day to? Well, we want to wish a happy Father's Day to the best outdoorsmen we know. And this is this is Kirsten off it all. Oh, how cute. My wife. Aww. Hey, Kirsten, is Luke Your by you? Your better half, for sure. Kirsten, is Luke by you? I, I'm having a hard time hearing you guys, but the kids want to wish you a happy Father's Day. Kirsten, have Luke do his turkey call. Okay. Lukey, can you do your turkey call? I tell you what, that's pretty good. That's really that's what just his mouth. Lucas, I tell you what, that's pretty good. That's a four year old. You guys have to keep listening because our second guest is Emma Deering. She got her first turkey this year, and it happens to be a state record. And by the way, Emma, if you're listening right now, have a turkey call with you as well because I want you to teach these boys how to call in a turkey. I need so, to know that. Yeah, so be prepared for that as well. Luke, good job. That's kind of cool. Thanks, Kirsten. I love you. Love the kids. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. Love you, Daddy. Okay. Love you. Hang up. Hang up. Hang up. Yeah, yeah, Happy yeah. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Thanks, James. Hey, Brandon, hang up on this little rap. No, this is wholesome. This is the good <laughs> yeah. stuff. This is what we're all Happy here for. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Thanks, yeah. Mia. You would have lost that. Yeah, but Hang on, there's one more. Thanks, Addy. Okay, my dad's dead. I don't get any of this. I got no one. Father's Day, Dad. 
Yeah, yeah, thanks, yeah, buddy. Yeah, I love yeah. you guys. Hey, Strew. Yes, sir. Bye. Happy Father's Day. Thanks a lot. Hey, See you. Love we're going to you have guys. your son Bye on kids. next. Bye yeah, your kids. son's on next. Yeah. yeah, but he won't wish me happy okay, Father's Day. Okay, you know day. what? You well, get 90% of this show. My family calls. Give me 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> and she hung up. She's gone now. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. That was a pretty good turkey call, though. Wasn't it? I was super impressed. Dad yeah. sounded great. So, all right. So, you aren't a father just yet. I don't believe, Brandon, are you? I am not, no. Well, uh, but I might get a dog. Does that, <laughs> that count? <counts>. Fur baby. <laughs> that counts, man. Yeah, Fur yeah, baby. So, no. Did, anyway, speaking of, uh, we're talking about, about fishing and whatnot, because yeah. is, this is an outdoor show. This is. I, I didn't post it. I should have posted it. Jerry, uh, uh, Jerry James, the backwoods fisherman buddy of mine, up north someplace, sent me a picture of a fish he caught. Might have been yesterday, might have been this morning. A 31-inch walleye. Oh. That is a big, big walleye that's a huge walleye yeah and uh he's fished his entire life and i can guarantee that's the biggest walleye he's ever caught that's got to be 12 pounds i was just gonna say that's got to be at least 10 pounds yeah you know Uh, isn't it funny how back in the day you'd go up more off weight now we go off inches like back in the day you'd catch like oh it's a good nine pound walleye it's going on the wall you know yeah so you carry around a little tiny scale it's like uh, was that how it was for you true like back when you were younger never mentioned the length of the fish at all all weight I don't know why. I don't know why. Don't, why ch- what what changed that? I mean, I don't know. length is more impressive to me. I think. Yeah, but fishing tournaments today are mostly weight, aren't they? They have their no, all. Yeah, I guess size yeah, doesn't yeah. matter, guys. Yeah. <laughs> for bass. Yeah. For <laughs> yeah, that's uh, we fished on on Vermilion a lot when I was a kid and uh, caught a lot, a lot of walleyes. Nothing. I don't think over. They seemed big to me back then, but I'm sure there was nothing over two, three pounds. And uh, but. I never, until I got on this radio show, knew that people measured fish by inches. Yeah. I didn't know that. I think it's it's definitely changed. It's always used it's to be. It's certainly weird. changed, yeah. So so why do you think that's a better system, Mark? Well, it's easier to slap them up on a measuring board yeah. than, uh, you know, jab a weight in their mouth. Because I had an old school Zebco weight spring, right? And it had a hook. So you hook it on its lip. It's tearing its lip. You're holding it by its entire weight up by its mouth which isn't good for bigger fish anyway. And I, I just think it's better. It's a better better system. What I used to do is go back to the my dad's place in Ely, Minnesota. If I caught like a three-pound walleye, I didn't know what size it was. I would bring the fish with me, stand on the scale with the fish in my hand, <laughs> and then let's for say real? About, yeah. And set it down did, and yeah, weigh yourself. And then set it again. down, then I weigh myself, and then it'll help me. Why don't you just put are. the fish on the scale? Well, if it's like a uh, bathroom scale to see what yeah, you weigh, you could still do that, right? Yeah, flop it around. I never, I never thought of that. <laughs> why don't you just go backwards? <laughs> well, he, he's, that's why he's so good at subtraction. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, yeah, like you said, it's e- easier to throw it on a board. Um, yeah, safer for the fish. Yeah, but the I would say the only like you, I think you already mentioned this. The only f- true species that they really care about weight is bass. Right. You don't, yeah. I mean, some people measure them, but like, yep. it's all weight. It's weird. Well, the tournaments are still by weight, not by inches. I suppose, you know. <laughs> it is weird. And I yeah. suppose by the time you weigh the fish, do all this, and you throw it back in the water, it just floats. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's, it's, it's been gone for about 15 minutes. All right, going to be right back with uh, Byron Ellerson and my son, Nick Heinen. Going to talk about a trip they did up on uh, Lake of the Woods just uh, maybe 10 days ago. Checking in with the four outdoorsmen. Find them at mybobcountry.com under the weekend tab. 
We all know there are a lot of hard water fans out there, and you'd ice fish every day if you could. Sam here. I prefer sunshine, 70 degrees, sight fishing for panfish, or trolling for walleyes. And if you're like me, it's not too early to plan your trip for the opener to Devil's Lake, North Dakota. Wait a second. There's no opener on Devil's. Walleye season is open 12 months a year, 24 hours a day. You can keep five a day, 10 in possession, and there's no slot limit. Devil's Lake, a fisherman's paradise. Check out devilslakemd.com. Call Dazeal Heating and AC when you need dependable, affordable, and professional AC repair at your West Metro or Wright County home. Dazeal knows the feeling when your AC goes out on a hot summer day. Don't sweat over a unit that's on the fritz. Dazeal's team of licensed and certified HVAC technicians are here to help. Dazeal's trucks are stocked to repair any AC system and can get your cool air flowing again. Suspect a problem? Call the top dog today before your AC goes out. They will come running to your rescue before it's too late. DazealHVAC.com. Blackfish Gear has the apparel you need for all of your outdoor adventures. From rain gear with industry-leading fabric technology to ensure you stay dry in the wettest conditions, to UPF sun protection apparel that keeps you cool and your skin protected on the hottest days. And for those cool and blustery days, our soft shell gear will keep you warm and comfortable with a combination of premium fleece and a windproof and weather-resistant outer layer. You can't choose the weather, but you can choose how to dress for it. Choose Blackfish Gear. Learn more at blackfishgear.com. Looking for the perfect northern Minnesota family summer vacation? Then you must check out Balsam Beach Resort and RV Camp just south of Bemidji. The fishing on Lake Plantagenet is great, but the emphasis here is family. The cabins are beautiful yet rustic, the grounds perfectly maintained. The beautiful pool is heated and there are plenty of water toys to keep the kids smiling all day long. See for yourself why many guests return year after year after year, the four outdoorsmen included. Visit BalsamBeachResort.com. This week, I went over my test results for my initial consultation with Everest Men's Health. I've never received such a complete analysis of my health and body. Even They even had a machine that read the exact body composition, um, and we are starting a plan to get my health back in order. You too can schedule a $50 testosterone test, including blood testing, body composition, and consultation with one of Everest Men's Health medical experts at one of their three Twin Cities locations. Goes to EverestMensHealth.com. If you're headed to northern Minnesota to fish the Boundary Waters, or maybe one of the many lakes surrounding that area, then check out Arrowhead Outdoors in Ely. Sam here from the Four Outdoorsmen, and I highly recommend you stop in and see our friends at Arrowhead Outdoors. Not only are they the largest live bait and tackle supplier in Ely, but Arrowhead Outdoors has been around since 1970. That's over 50 years of serving the outdoor community, so you can definitely expect to get all the tips and tricks for any of the surrounding lakes. After stocking up on all your fishing tackle needs, make sure to follow them on Facebook to get a daily fishing report and to see the big fish being caught. Make it a tradition, make it a tradition and stop in at Arrowhead Outdoors in Ely, Minnesota. Tired of power sport dealers not having what you want? Sick of supply chain issues excuse? Power Lodge currently has the largest inventory of CF Moto ATVs, UTVs, and side-by-sides in stock in Minnesota. The 2022 CF Moto lineup is better than ever and comes stocked with lots of great accessories like winches, roofs, USB charging ports, handguards, and more. Work smarter and play harder with CF Moto. Stop by Power Lodge in Ramsey or Onamia to see why CF Moto is the fastest growing brand in the power sports industry. 
You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know we felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association at this station. Uh, hey dad, cool if I change this? They may not get each other's music, but they can both get a COVID-19 booster shot because the CDC recommends booster shots for people 12 years and older after completion of a primary series. Schedule an appointment as soon as you are eligible. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. There are so many words to describe Panera's new Chef's Chicken Sandwiches. The chicken, juicy, succulent, seared. The brioche roll, buttery and toasty. The Parmesan crisps, crunchy, tangy. The secret aioli, creamy and rich. All those words, but when you have a bite, you might just be left speechless. Panera's new Chef's Chicken Sandwiches. Enjoy $0 delivery fee when you order on our app. Restrictions apply. For details, visit PaneraBread.com slash delivery info. Alright, we're back, you guys. Stew Man here. Mark Lukey, Sam Oftedal. Brandon behind the glass, and I'll tell you what, right in studio right now is Chris. What's your last name, Chris? Walden. Chris Walden. He's a photographer, follows all the groups around the uh, Twin Cities, the state of Minnesota, and uh, he's, he's been filming them for years. So he thought he'd film some real big shots and stopped in the studio to take some pictures of us. So that's, that's kind of cool. So Chris, Chris Walden, thanks for being here as well. Hey, we're going to have, we, right now we've got Byron Ellardson on and my son Nick Heinen. One of you guys, would you tell me, can you hear us very well? I talked to, Diana just texted me, my pretty wife Diana, and said, everything's fine from the radio perspective. They, all the listeners can hear us. But can you guys hear us fairly well, or should we try to change something? Try to change something. He said try to change yeah, that, something. Nick, said, I, yeah, Nick yeah. could also try to change something. Yeah. That sounded pretty rough. Yeah. yeah. Nick and yeah. Nick. I can't hear you very well either. Okay, so if, if you can, I don't know what Brandon can do, and I sincerely apologize about that. So I'm going to have a hard time speaking slowly and clearly because that's not my gig, but we'll do what we can. And, Nick, if you're on a speakerphone, uh, I think you should try to go off the speakerphone because we couldn't hear you at all. Byron, you hear, we, we hear you just perfectly. So let's start with, with uh, Byron Ellerson, Lake of the Woods guys back in town. Listen to this. I saw Byron about an hour and a half ago. And Byron's home now in Andover. And his wife was reading a book when I walked in the house. He just came home today, I think, maybe yesterday. He's been gone since May 13th. <laughs> wow. wow. He's been up there for all, oh, over a month. And I decided to come home a little bit. Byron, how are you doing? How's fishing on Lake of the Woods? Well, fishing's been pretty good. Uh, I had you know, five launch trips this week, and uh, you know we, we did quite well. But we had a couple of days of windy uh, weather, so it didn't make it out. But those other days, uh, uh, I had Vietnam vet friends up there, and and we fished Friday. Uh, we kept twenty four. 
walleye stronger and then released like 15 in the spot. So it was pretty good. Nick, how are you today? Can you hear me, Nick? How have you been? To, and and you, you just got done fishing with Byron Ellerson. How was your family's trip up on Lake of the Woods? Uh, wonderful. Okay, so how many, how many fish did you guys catch, and is Byron Ellerson a decent person to fish with? Uh, yes, and, and a lot. All right, so, Nick, are you, are you on a speakerphone? I was. Okay, now, there, that's better, because the speakerphone was not working uh, fairly well. Now we can hear you perfectly. Was that your first time ever on Lake of the Woods? Uh, no, that was my uh, second time. Oh, that's right, because about 25 years ago, Diane and I took the entire family. I don't think there were kids involved at that time, and we ended up on Lake of the Woods as well. And uh, I'll never forget that trip, Nick, because you were in a like a 16-foot fishing boat with us with a 25 horse, and Lake of the Woods can come up and, and kick your butt sometimes. And all of a sudden, Nick is in, at, he's running the motor, and the bow of the boat went up, and we spun right around the oh, waves. Boy. I'm telling you, it was scary. So uh, uh, that, that lake can kick your butt sometimes. How, how, was, how was the weather and how were the waves and everything on Lake of the Woods when you guys were up there? Oh, it's wonderful. It was, it was near glass. Oh. Okay. Um, that, was, that was interesting. Yeah, I don't know what's happening there. I'm, tr- I'm working on it. Okay, is that you, was that you or Nick? No, that was not me. That's a system, I think. Okay. It kind of sounded cool, like it Star did. Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He's on Mars right now. Uh, well, that's the wonder of live radio. What should we do? Should we try no, to no, muscle no. through this, we're or should tr- we just BS? No, we're going to try to muscle through this, because we can hear Byron, but we can't hear Nick that well. Nick, who caught the biggest walleye? Byron. Uh, there, <laughs> now you sound perfectly. You sound perfectly. Um, yeah. My guess is knowing Byron as well as I do, because Byron has caught well over 110-pound walleyes in his life. If he caught himself a big fish, he must have given the rod to one of the kids. Am I correct? As a matter of fact, he gave it to two of the kids. Oh, oh so they so, so two kids brought in one fish. So so the first fish he handed off to Henry, and. Henry reeled it up. I'm getting a lot of feedback, guys. I'm sorry. That's all right. We can hear you. And uh, and uh, Henry had to put the reel upside down. Oh, that's right. He, yeah, he reels with the other hand. You sound perfectly and, right uh, there. He, Henry successfully landed Byron's uh, 28-inch walleye. Wow. <laughs> wow. Was he Was he upside down on the reel the entire time? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. funny. That's funny. Well, Byron, you got to teach us. And then, and then an hour later, it's it's uh, it's Byron again, and and uh, he's 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 saying, Haley, Haley, here, this one's for you. Why don't you give it a trot shot? And he's he's hanging on to it. Haley's you know messing with some saugers or something, pulling on her line, so she's kind of occupied. But she finally grabbed the pole and she brings it up. 28-inch walleye. Wow. That's cool. The, I saw the photographs, and, and that is a, a memory that you guys will, will never, ever, ever forget. I think your kids, because Nick has been fishing with us when, I was, when he was kids up at our place in Ely, Minnesota. We've gone to the Boundary Waters. We've been to Quetico National Park. And then when you get to be 18, 19, 20 years old, 
life gets in the way. You went in the Navy, you know, and then, then you get married and have five kids. So, you're, you're, <laughs> so your fishing career is over for a while. But Nick's trying to get back in it. What a thrill for these kids to catch these fish as compared to a couple of crappies. Uh, are they hooked now? Are they, do they want to go walleye fishing oh, yeah. again? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, they're hooked. Did Hannah catch anything? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Hannah caught a 22. Henry then landed his own 28. Wow, man. Wow. And, uh, you know, the, the, the lake, it's, it's just, it's, it's magical. And Byron is a walleye a magnet. That's a great term. That's a great. You know, and uh, we had a heart. Haley had a hard time hooking them at first. So Byron, Byron, Byron takes us trolling with a big block Chevy, and and suddenly Haley's (laughs) landing them. Now that little extra speed helped her set the hook. That's amazing. (laughs) What were you using for bait? What was working for you? Uh, minnows. Just, just yeah, we started. We started out with shiners. Yep, jigging. Yep. And then Nick put the first fish in the box, like a seventeen-incher. That a boy. And uh, so, were, were you jigging at all, or were you trolling the entire time? No. Then we went trolling after about three hours, and and Haley dropped her line in, and boom, a late eighteen-incher. Thirty <laughs> seconds later, another eighteen-incher. Oh boy. <laughs> and oh, then boy. Hannah. Henry had a more difficult time hooking up a net, but but Nick got a twenty-seven and a half too. Oh my gosh! Hey, Mark's got a question. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, Byron, what is it about that body of water that just produces so many big fish? Uh, with the slot limits over the years, you know, it was implemented about you know five six years ago. Uh, it's nineteen and a half and under, and anything nineteen and a half to twenty-eight has to be released. So. Uh, the fish have a chance to grow, and and uh, uh, there's a, there's a lot of big fish in the lake, and of, of course they're the spawners. You know anything like 22 on up the females and that, so uh, uh, it keeps producing every year. It's amazing. Hey Nick, Dad here again. You know the the knock on on walleye fishing for little kids is that you have to keep the kids excited interested in and catching walleyes is more difficult normally than catching panfish and that's where you want to get the kids started were the kids ever bored were you concerned ever about them not being in losing their interest in fishing no not for a minute the, no. there was so well, much I offered action to I offered to give the next fish caught a, uh, one of the kids a buck. So there you go. Yeah, you throw you throw <laughs> yeah. money on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but did you pay up? Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. I paid Henry. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah he oh, did. That's funny. Uh, Nick, have you had? Have you cooked up any of the walleyes yet? I have not, but we did have some the uh, that night as hors d'oeuvres uh, at the resort at the lodge. They cooked them up. Real well, wonderful. Did they cook the fish that you caught? They they can do the fish, or or they can do a, a, you know they can do an hors d'oeuvre with your fish. So yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. The ones we caught. Well, that's yeah, wonderful. The ones we caught. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Now I know that 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 there's only so much room in in Byron's boat and whatnot, and and uh, so but Arneson's I believe had some other things for the kids to do. Tell us about that. Yeah, we had uh, we had a playground area. We had a 
uh, a beach to go to. Um, you know, it's just it's a it's a grand place. It's just they're masters at it. It's big. It's there's no pressure. You know, there's just a little bit for everybody. Town's not far away. And my guess is one of your kids got to drive uh, Byron's golf cart. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that was that made their day. <laughs> yeah. They 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 weren't in the boat, so they were in the golf cart, and that's all it took. <laughs> Tell us about fishing around the metro area, Nick. Have you gotten out yet this year? Because I know you st- you got yourself a boat last year and fished a few times. Have you fished the metro lakes at all this year yet? No, not yet. We were we were tubing today. Good good day for it. But uh, uh, earlier this season, I got out on one of the the nearby lakes and did some. Uh, we we did some good sunfish fishing. Good for you. Nick lives in uh, Milltown, Wisconsin, which is by with his pretty wife Pam and the kids. You got, you got uh, Hannah, Henry, Haley, Heidi, and Hogan. He's got his hands full. But I tell you what, he's a magician with machines. He's got a company called Nasty Engines, and he builds high-performance uh, engines for race cars and whatnot, and, and trucks and big trucks. So he's got. Just look up nastyengines.com, LLC.com, and you'll see what Nick does. He's a, he's a magician when it comes to those kind of things. He bought a boat last. Tell us about the boat you bought that you're running right now. I can't believe you even got that thing to float. Where did you find this boat? And tell us what it took to get this thing running. Yeah, it's a uh, a '76 um, uh, Lund, 18 foot. Um, I believe they call it a Pike Master. I, honestly, I believe it's the same boat that we used at Arnes, Arneson's Resort the last time we were there. 25 years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. 25 years ago Yeah, with a 79 Mercury 80 horse. And uh, it's just, and the boat is solid. I mean, it just blows me away, the attention to detail in that craft back then. Yeah. Tough, dry. Uh, the engine didn't fare so well, 20 years in storage, needed some love, but, you know, wiring harness here and there and, and some carb cleaning, and, you know, it's running. I think Mark, Nick was telling me that he drove by this boat in someone's front yard for a couple of years. We got one minute left, Nick, and it was yeah. like, like three grand, then 25, and I think Nick got it for 1500 bucks, whatever it was, but the engine hasn't been running 20-some years, whatever it is, and he had to take it apart, put it back together, and he's got this thing going. Uh, nasty engines llc.com check that out and it's and the kids are having fun good for you man good for you listen keep on fishing you're gonna go back up to uh, lake of the woods you're gonna hire byron again oh, without a doubt <laughs> <laughs> there's no other there's no other option for me <laughs> all right we had a wonderful time I, th- I think you built yourself a monster byron i think so yeah that's yeah. great yeah. Hey, thanks for introducing these kids to the outdoors. And they've been they live on a farm and all that, but this is a different experience that they never would have done if it weren't for your generosity of taking these guys fish nice. Sincerely appreciate that. You're a good man. Take care yeah. of yourself, Byron. Say hi to Paula again. Nick, take care of your family. Uh, thanks for being my son and keep those kids fishing, buddy. Keep them fish. Keep the cell phones out of their hand and put a fishing rod in their hand. How does that sound? Right. Happy Father's Thank you guys Day. very Thank much. Yep. Happy right. Father's Day. Yep. Take care. Take, take care, Byron. You bet. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. He Let's wished you a happy Father's Day. He did, yeah. You didn't think he would. Good yeah. for you, Nick. Uh, be right back with Emma Deering. She just got her first turkey this year. We're going to hear the story. Chuck and John in the morning.
Chuck and John here at Bob. We're back. Folks, we are bringing back some memories from Twin Cities Airwaves. Some of your favorite radio personalities from Twin Cities Airwaves. Terry Train's going to be here. True Don Blue. Mac McAnally is going to join us. We've got some other voices coming into the studio as well. Raising awareness for Alzheimer's is really what it's about. And so for the third year in a row, Bob FM has allowed us to step in the morning on Tuesday, the longest day, June 21st. Just listen from 6 to 10 a.m. Chuck and John and a whole cast for Alzheimer's. Welcome Welcome to your summer surprise on Bob FM. Bob FM. You've heard us talk about Devil's Lake for quite a while now, and there are many, many reasons why. To think that 30 years ago, Devil's covered about 85,000 acres. Today, that same body of water is over 160,000 acres, and that story alone brings the curious to visit this wonderful place. But it's the no-slot limit on walleyes with five a day and ten a possession. That's bringing the four outdoorsmen to Devil's Lake as often as we can. Devil's Lake, North Dakota, rated one of the top five fisheries in the entire country. Visit devilslakend.com, and thanks. Balsam Beach Resort, the only resort on Lake Plantagenet, and that's five miles south of Bemidji. With 2,500 acres of pristine waters, you're going to find some of the best fishing northern Minnesota has to offer. Balsam Beach has been owned by Patty and Clint for nearly 30 years, so you know they treat their guests as family. There's something for everyone from swimming, biking, hiking, daily activities, even Friday night bonfires, or just relaxing in the sun. Let the simple pleasures of fresh air and sunsets do their magic at Balsam Beach Resort. After my first initial $50 blood and body composition test at Everest Men's Health, it turns out some of my suspicions were correct. I had extremely low testosterone numbers and a few other issues going on with my body chemistry. The good news is the team at Everest Men's Health caught it, and now I'm on a plan to get my mind and body back in order. Go to everestmenshealth.com to schedule a visit at one of their three Twin Cities locations. I'm glad I did, and you should too. Last year, we went to an event that was an incredibly good time, and we would love to invite you this year. It's called Landcastle 22 and Winstead Outdoor Shows, presented by Burkhan Outdoors. It is September 9th and 10th in Winstead, Minnesota. You can hook up your fish house and join the party. Design the fish house of your dreams from Smoky Hills Outdoor Store. Shop in the vendor market from companies like Clam and Ice Castle. Listen to music or enjoy barbecue and beer from Big Boar Barbecue. Tickets and details at LandCastleSummerfest.com. Hey, welcome back. Arrowhead Outdoors, bait tackle and camping store in Ely, Minnesota. I tell you what, you know, sure, you can you can buy your live bait at a local gas station. It might be The bait might be dead before you get to the lake. Or you can talk with Chris and Steve at Arrowhead Outdoors. They work with local suppliers, and they've got the, the freshest, liveliest minnows and leeches in the area. And I, I, while you're at it, bring your coffee and spend a few minutes getting all the advice you'll need to make your trip to Ely one big memory. I tell you what, I've been patronizing these guys for many, many years. Trust Drew Man on this one. Go to Arrowhead Outdoors. What's the difference between a good net and a great net? Simple. It's all in the features. The Fortis Nets by Clam Outdoors are tough, safe on fish, easy to use, and are backed by a limited time warranty. So you can count on your landing net catch after catch. Available in a wide array of options for all types of anglers, choose from various hoop shapes and sizes, handle lengths and colors. You pick the net that fits your fishing needs and style the best. Learn more at clamoutdoors.com. 
Tis the season of camping, boating, and fishing, and you don't want to be left out because your trailer's broken. Crystal Welding in Maple Grove can fix it and get you back to the outdoors. Crystal Welding offers a wide variety of services, including welding, maintenance, and repairs for all types of trailers. Crystal Welding is your one-stop shop for all of your trailer needs. Go to crystalwelding.com for more information. Crystal Welding. Solutions. Service. Results. Crystal Tired of power sport dealers not having what you want? Sick of supply chain issues excuse? Power Lodge currently has the largest inventory of CF Moto ATVs, UTVs, and side-by-sides in stock in Minnesota. The 2022 CF Moto lineup is better than ever and comes stocked with lots of great accessories like winches, roofs, USB charging ports, handguards, and more. Work smarter and play harder with CF Moto. Stop by Power Lodge in Ramsey or Onamia to see why CF Moto is the fastest growing brand in the power sports industry. All right, we're back. We're back. My buddy Brandy behind the glass was panicking like I was not paying attention. Like, yeah, go. (laughs) You're on. Hey, I'll tell you what. I have to apologize. Uh, The sound for uh, the first uh, couple of minutes of the interview with my son, Nick, and Byron Ellerson was all kind of goofed up, although we could hear, but... I had to turn some knobs and wiggle some cables. Yeah, but you know what happened? When Mark... It's probably our fault as much as anybody else, because when Mark moved his chair about... Two feet. A couple, a, yeah. Yeah, it just, it, all this stuff went away, so it's our fault. You're Nobody welcome. Else, You're yeah. welcome. Boy, you guys are amazing. You guys are amazing. We're a crack team. It stresses me out when you when you get start getting frustrated. I I'm get like, frustrated. I got to please him. Oh, and then I'm like, there's a whole call-in show coming up next. Yeah. Like, I better get this figured out. <laughs> I tell you what. Hey, but welcome back to the Four Outdoorsmen, Strewman, Mark, Lukey, and Sam, and Brandy behind the glass. And we've got Emma Deering on the, on the, on the air, don't we? Emma, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, Emma, I'm going to speak slowly. Can you hear me fairly well, or is there is there a fuzz to the sound or anything? Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of fuzz to the sound. Okay, well, you can hear me. Well, we'll, we'll speak slowly. Emma Deering, well, you, you got your first turkey this year. We'll talk a little bit about that, and not only the first turkey, but the whole world knows now that somehow you got a state record. And to be honest with you, I have no idea how the heck they even measure a turkey for a world, I mean, for a state record. What is your background? You're 19 years old. Where do you live, Emma? I live in Annandale, Minnesota. Annandale. Well, it's not that far from the Twin Cities. You should have come to the studio and spent the night with us here. We go out and have a couple of, <laughs> couple of chicken wings after that. 19 years old. What are you doing with your life right now? Are you in college? What's going on? Yep, I'm in college. I go to Minnesota State University, Mankato. Um, I'm home for the summer, though. So, yeah, I really like college and but it's really fun being home for the summer. You know, we've been down to Mankato a lot for softball tournaments and those kind of things. I just think it's a fun town. And I've been down there to watch the Gophers play hockey against Mankato a couple of times, and that's a fun atmosphere. That's a, that's a fun place to be. That's, that's good for you. What do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I'm in school um, for business management, so um, – I don't know where that's going to take me. It's a pretty broad major with a lot of opportunities, so I'm pretty excited for that. Keep your keep your uh, options open to doing real well. What got you into hunting? Now you've been turkey hunting for how long? Um, for eight years. This is my eighth year. Really, and this was your first turkey. Have you done any? So, who got you into into hunting, and and what did you hunt before turkey, if anything? 
Um, my dad and my brothers got me into hunting. Um, they've hunted for as long as I can remember as well. And I also hunt deer, but I've never seen anything like I've never seen an animal in the stand or blind that I was able to shoot. Well, that's frustrating. You know, it's, it's like anything else. I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about Mark Lukey. You know, it, uh, uh, he's he, he's still he's still sweating because he hasn't gotten himself a turkey. You know, um, I always say it's not the it's not the destination; it's the journey. As long as you're out in the woods for a couple of hours and watching the wildlife and listening to the sounds of the birds and the animals and anticipating something might be coming through, well, that's good enough for me. If you if you happen to get a, a deer or whatever it's going to be. Well, that's truly a bonus. Do you agree with that? Yes, I do. I, I love just sitting out there. I think it's so fun, even if I don't see anything. Where do you normally hunt? Is it uh, Do you hunt near Annandale? Um, yeah, for the most part, yep. Okay. Good for you. Good for you. Okay, let's talk about Mark, you got a question? Well, I was just going to get into the state record because I have so many questions about this. Right. So um, didn't mean to jump on your questions. No, but, no, 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 no. Um, so it's it's pretty straightforward as far as, you know, racks of deer or fish weight or whatever how do you how do you judge a a record turkey um well it's still not official yet it's official with um, us yeah you take in i think it's the measure of the spur length the weight and the beard length i could be mistaken i'm not for sure i'm not an expert on this but that's what we all had to get officialized um was the spur length the weight and then the length of the beard cool that's really cool. Where did you go to get it officially measured? Um, my taxidermist did it for me. Nice. So how did you, once you shot this and you, are you like, this is a giant bird? Like how would you, I wouldn't even really know if it was, it would be in the running. Um, well, my brother, he claims that he said right away that it was two inch spurs. Um, but like, I've never seen I've never shot a turkey, so I had nothing to compare it to, and I didn't know for sure. And then I, we brought it home, and we thought it was big or whatever, and we measured it with a tape measure. So it was very rough estimates, yeah. and um, it wasn't with the tape measure. We got an inch and five eighths. Uh-huh. So my dad's like, my dad's like, I said anything over an inch and a half, I'd mount full body mount. So. Then we took it to the taxidermist, and he used the spur gauge and got a more accurate estimate, and that's how we realized how big it was. Not only did she get possibly a state record turkey, she invented a new word called officialized. Yeah. Yeah, that's, she I, must have learned that at Mankato State University, I think, you know. <laughs> officialized. Boy, Emma, that's a, that's a good one there. Tyler, let's, let's, get in, let's get into the hunt. Ready, Emma? Let's get into yep. the hunt. This could take – we don't have enough time because this has to be one heck of a story. Tell us – from the beginning to the end, how did how did this happen? Tell us exactly what happened. It walked out of me, out in front of me, and I shot it. <laughs> well done. All right, next caller. Oh uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for being on. No, no, no. I tell you what, guys, that's funny. Emma and I, Emma and I talked earlier today. You should have seen their eyes, Emma, when you just stopped like that. That's the end of the story. And I and I I set you guys up. Oh yeah. So she she played along. That's wonderful. <laughs> Tell us, tell us, now you've been hunting for eight years. Have you ever had a shot before? Um, no, I haven't. I've seen turkeys in the distance, but not close enough to shoot. They never came in because they were either hend up or not interested. So, Were you calling this turkey in yourself? No, I was not. My brother calls them in for me. Oh, that's a nice brother. That's yeah. a nice brother. Uh, oh, then tell us a story now. 
how long before from the time you saw the turkey or let's say even heard the turkey and called it in how much time was was between there um well we heard it i'd say probably five minutes before it was across the road and he ran in from like um behind us like the side of us kind of and he didn't gobble he gobbled across the road but he didn't gobble once he got close to us he we just heard his drumming so then um yeah i got my gun ready because like 15 minutes prior to this i'd missed four jakes oh no <laughs> no yeah that's interesting. Were you nervous? I mean, I've never shot a turkey, and people say once you once you turkey hunt and get a turkey, you are hooked for life. Was it that exciting? Were you nervous? Um, I was really nervous, mostly that I was going to um, miss the turkey because I was like, oh, gosh, i got to shoot this. Um, but then after we, my brother hopped up and he hugged me. I think he was, like, more excited than me. I think I was in shock. <laughs> and then... Yeah, it was it was super exciting, and I I loved it. What is your brother's name, and how old is he? Um, his name is Colin, and he is seventeen. Oh, and he's the one that's got. So he's been hunting longer than you have, probably. Yeah, he, right. Um, about the same, I'd say maybe longer. Is he teaching you to call? Can you can you can you use a mouth call yourself? Um. When I was really little, I could, but then I lost it. And I'll, like, try every once in a while because I think it's fun, but I'm there's no hope, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think you could ever get a turkey without your brother next to you, right? Right. You know, it, calling, I've never seen it. I would like to sit in a blind. I do enough hunting of other things. I would like to sit in a blind and just witness someone who knows what the heck they're doing call in a, a turkey. Wait a minute. We've been in a blind together. Yeah, but you don't know what the hell you're doing either. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's got to be the excitement for me to, to, to see that skill of bringing, like Sam's done that with, with uh, Michael Waddell. Yep. Yeah. Do you know who Michael Waddell is, Emma? I do not. Well, I'll tell the you. bone collector? Look up, look up Michael Waddell. Look up the bone collector. He's been, he's got a national TV show and all that. And Sam had a chance to go hunting with him last year down in Missouri Missouri, Missouri. And he, he got himself a monster down there but the calling has to be something uh, so you're go ahead Sam I was just gonna say I'm a congrats first of all on the beautiful turkey did anyone I saw that the juries uh, shared it on their Facebook did anyone reach out from them to you um yeah they had anybody that like posted it they asked permission if they could use the pictures but I was all for it I thought I was super excited I I liked that um, they wanted to share what I'd yeah, um, done, and it was really fun. That's some serious exposure if they're sharing your uh, your stuff. Yeah, for sure. Are you going to get a big payday from this mount, you know, sell it to Cabela's to pay for your college or something? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that. Are you going to get paid for this mount? It can pay for your college or something like that, right? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, that would be pretty awesome, but <laughs> I don't think so. It would be cool to have someone do a mount, and they're doing a mount for you, and even do a duplicate and have it have it in Cabela's or Shields or something like that. You know, a state record by Emma Deering. You know, is it worth any money? Eh, probably not, but it'd be cool to have, <clears throat> excuse me, have your name posted someplace, and people say, "God, this was shot by a young lady." Go ahead, Sam. Uh, not to break here, but you could do that, Emma. I shot a deer in 2011, and it was on the Big Buck tour for Bass Pro, and I got thirty-seven hundred dollars for it. You did. Oh wow! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go, Emma. There you go. Maybe I maybe I should do that. Yeah. And mine wasn't even a state record. Go ahead. 
Go ahead, Mark. One time I jumped a sawhorse on YouTube. <laughs> I got paid $50 for it. <laughs> All right, Eminem, you're going to start teaching. I mean, you must be a, a big thing down at college. You must have a lot of friends who think this is really a special, special deal. You got any extra boyfriends now as a result of this? Um. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that. Clearly. Are you getting sorry. Are you getting a lot of notoriety? I mean, do people know you? Are they calling you and saying this is really cool? And do the guys who love the outdoors are they knocking on your door? <laughs> There's been a few. I had a marriage proposal. <laughs> um, nice. A few, a few people asking about my boyfriend or if I had a boyfriend. And my boyfriend made sure to screenshot all those and send them to me and ask who these men were. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Emma, Emma Deering of Annadale, Minnesota, thank you very much for being on The Four Outdoorsman. That's quite an accomplishment. Be proud of yourself and, and keep on hunting, right? Keep on hunting. Thank you so much. You better take fun. care of yourself. You got something else? Some Mike, hey, I, I was just going to say we'll probably see you next March at the Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic. I guarantee that thing's got to be down there. Yeah, the outdoor, uh, the outdoor news is going to take care of that. Well, not anymore, but the deer, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. You'll get contacted by them if you haven't. And we'll see you down there because yeah. we do. We, we're down there I've, all the time. They contacted me. I just we don't know if the mount's going to be done by then. Oh, it's got to be hell. That's a long. That's a long time off. Hey, be there when you get down there, Emma. Let me know if you're going to go down there. Let us know when the mount comes back because you have to post it, and we'll share it on our side as well. And we're excited for you. Okay, thank you so much. You take care of yourself. Have a have a great day and and uh, happy Father's Day to your parents. You're, all right. Or just your All dad. All right. Have or a good day. Or, or just your dad. Take care of yourself. That's wonderful. <laughs> That's cool deal, man. Oh, that's awesome. Eight years. Well, see, Marquis, there's still hope for you. Still there hope. is. We always have these people on there like, yeah, I walked and sat a chair and shot a state record. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Good good for her. And uh, she she's a great speaker. I, I hope yeah. things go well for her. Yeah. Really yeah. well spoken. Yeah. That's, 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 that's quite a deal. You're talking about things that... That you know, someone sits in a chair and gets a state record. Who was the guy three years yeah, ago? The old man, eighty some years yeah. old, brought his lawn chair out and sat in the field and got that monster buck <laughs> yeah. right in St. Cloud or something like yeah. that. Yep. Kudos to her brother, by the way, because he called that turkey in. I'm sure he probably had a gun with him as well. Oh, I'm guessing. But so. he let his big sister shoot it, and now she's getting the attention. Well, yeah. I, yeah, you know, good for him. And and she mentioned mentioned him, but like you know. If, right. he, if he wasn't doing this calling well and didn't sound like a pretty little hen, <laughs> he well, wasn't coming in. How long is it? Now, you shot your turkey. Is, yeah. is, is that back? When did, when did that thing go to the tax, taxidermist, and how long does that take? I dropped it off literally on the way home. So that was um, April of 2021. Yes. And I'll have it by fall. It takes over a year? Well, this guy I went to is really really well known for doing turkey taxidermy and so he's <clears throat> he's pretty uh backed up wow i'm backed up but i don't need a taxidermist Hey-o. activia oh. activia thanks everybody for listening to the four outdoorsman Strewman here mark lukey and sam brandy behind the glass thanks to byron ellerson nick heinen from nasty engines llc.com and emma deering have a great night everybody mark's got something to say Get outside and make some memories. And happy Father's Day.